When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, the Moist Line will be back again on Friday, just a few days away already. Leave your messages using the iHeartRadio app. That's the uh, little microphone icon. This is how you connect to the Moist line through the app. Call the toll-free number 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. Pause. Dramatic moment. This will be the last Moist line on the John and Ken show of 2022. Oh, my gosh. But if you want to be a part of it, you're going to have to get your messages in for this week, or you'll have to wait till 2023. Do you like saying that? I don't. That's uh, that's the uh, last ten years have been a blur. Yeah, me too. I don't, you know, especially the last few, because <laughs> nothing's happened. <laughs> well, it was another big day. Oh, by the way, big story from last hour: the uh, senator from uh, Iowa, Chuck Grassley, a Republican, uh, made a speech opposing Eric Garcetti's nomination to be the next ambassador to India. It was like a full 12 minutes. He went off on Garcetti and the whole scandal involving his former aide, Rick Jacobs. What we don't know, we're trying to find out, are they trying to make a move to do a full Senate floor vote on Garcetti's nomination? Because we wonder why Grassley chose to make this speech today. And there were reports that they would use this December sort of lame duck session to try to get the nomination through. Unless it's a preemptive, preemptive attack. It could be. If, anticipating they might move, yeah. If, if he heard that and he's letting them know that if you keep pushing Garcetti, I'm going to make this a circus. Now, I, we'll keep an eye on it. Let you know. Because there were rumors they were going to try to push it through this month because uh, it's been a year and a half since Biden nominated him as ambassador. Uh, now we move over to the L.A. City Council. This was their last meeting of 2022. 
And the reason they did it is they welcomed in a few new members who got sworn in over the weekend. John, of course, went to the Tracy Park event and uh, cheered her on and then left the room because the protesters were too much for him to handle. <laughs> Made a beeline for the exit. He went right to his bunker uh, at home. I'm not, I don't stand <laughs> his, his around. nuclear fallout shelter. When, when mental patients start acting out, I get out of there. Uh, anyway, I heard her say in the news this morning that she kind of fears for her safety because these protesters are getting ugly. And then, of course, Friday night, there was an altercation between Kevin DeLeon and one of the protesters. So they've been showing up all along since the scandal started with the conversation that was leaked between the three council members involving DeLeon. Gil Cedillo and Nuri Martinez. And of course, Martinez resigned. Cedillo's done. DeLeon's the one that's left. And he showed up today, we think, because he wants to make sure he gets paid. And he has no intentions of resigning. He is going to oh, tough this one out. Yeah. Oh, that seems to be a strategy. So we have some of the audio from what happened today. This piece here is the city clerk and acting city council president, Holly Walcott. I think she's in the Mark Ridley Thomas seat, if I'm not mistaken. That's... We're not familiar with her name on the council, but I believe she got that appointment. <clears throat> it also involves the deputy city attorney with the name that uh, Streffen Fauble. Streffen? Yeah. yeah. And he acts like a Streffen Fauble. Anyway, this first clip is uh, he's trying to tell the protesters we're not going to put up with you today. Ladies and gentlemen, you will not disrupt this meeting. If you disrupt this meeting, you will be asked to leave. So the presiding officer has advised you a bunch of you are actually disrupting the meeting in violation of Rule 12. You're ordered to <laughs> oh, no. stop. If you don't, you may be ordered to leave. And if you don't, you may be ordered removed. Oh, my God. like that duty at LAPD that you have to remove these protests. You're in violation of uh, Rule 12. Oh. <laughs> uh, the next clip, uh, what you're going to hear them yelling is because they got word. It took an hour or so before Kevin DeLeon showed up. And then, as we said, he went into a back room and hid for the rest of the session. So it's, again, Walcott and Fauble, Streffen Fauble, uh, trying to uh, control the protesters, and they're chanting the, for the arrest now of Kevin DeLeon, thanks to the altercation on Friday night. Here we go. I'd like to hear from the speaker at the podium. Yes. If, if we could. Michael Williams, you have one minute for pu general public comment. So this gentleman has the floor. If we could I, listen I to him. one on two and three. I mean, one and two. Those items are not before us. Oh, They've already not. been voted on. But you're free to talk about them in general. So for members of the public, we have somebody at the podium still get who's come down minute. here to talk. You guys took it off. Um, I should still be allowed to talk about it. So ho hold on, Speaker. I'm sorry. I really, we can't hear you. The so for, items are So for example, <laughs> the gentleman the who items, spoke before. But that doesn't mean I, I should have a right to Hong speak on or Ho, it. Give me um, my three With the glasses minutes. and the black mask. You're shouting very loudly, and I can't hear the speaker. Please stop so you're shouting. instructed to stop shouting so that we can hear the person who's come down here I'm to speak. I'm telling us, you. He has the floor. Okay, so, Madam Clerk, I recommend that we instruct that person KDL. who's been asked to stop. Mr. To City Attorney, I'm having trouble hearing you. So you should, <laughs> you'll be subject to violating Rule 12. You're sitting right next to me. disrupting the meeting. Please stop shouting so that we can hear the next speaker. Doing what y'all should be doing, which is requiring KDL to be to, to be uh, arrested. So I can't. This is great. 
Why don't they dissolve Yaka the Nair council? Nair, you. you took off so, hey, item on, one and on. two. Hold on, speaker. The city council meeting cannot knowledge. proceed because people are yelling. <laughs> now, this is like That's the YouTube feed, so yeah. they have trouble hearing each other, but we can hear both of them. We can hear the speaker, too, but because they're away from the speaker on the floor, yeah. I don't think they wear headphones. Remember no. they were doing that for a while? They wore headphones? They need headphones. Their microphones go right into the feed that goes out over YouTube, so we can hear them. We can hear them. They, they can't hear each they other. Can, right, exactly. And that's what she was complaining about. She couldn't hear the city attorney speaking, or the guy from the city attorney's office. You're violating Rule 12. No. You're viol- <laughs> this next clip may be a keeper. We have a new member of the Los Angeles City Council. Her name is Unisys Hernandez. Who did she beat? Gil Cedillo. Mm-hmm. Unisys Hernandez comes from the same block as Nithya Raman. And this new guy, Hugo Soto Martinez. These are the communists. They, these are the Democrat socialists slash communists. So the reason we're going to play this clip is we have to keep an eye on her because apparently she does acknowledge the protesters. Let's listen to the short clip. Ms. Rodriguez. I'm sorry, Miss. It's okay. It's okay. It's Hernandez. Mr. Hernandez, my apologies. No, thank you. Uh, so I'd like to call up. Um, it's okay. It's okay, team. It's okay. Okay, uh, team. So item four team. for comment and amending motion. The city attorney, I believe, has the language to Absolutely. read into the record. Absolutely. Thank you. It's okay, team. She it's referred okay, to the it's pro- okay, team. It- okay. Team. So, so, so yeah, the protesters yeah. are connected to the Democratic Socialists of America. Yeah, they're part of her crowd. They're anarchists. Yeah. That, 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 and these are the people who have been showing up not only at every uh, political event, but also, uh, for example, when they were trying to uh, clear out Echo Park uh, last year. Yeah, yeah. This is this this is all the same people, and now they manipulated the system to get her in, along with two others. And this is the future of LA politics: is this crowd? This and one called the People's insane. Council. Another one, I think, is K Town, J Town. They've got all these names, but yeah. uh, these are the ones that have been showing yeah. up at a lot of these events. Yeah, but they're all they're all lined. They're all associated. They may cover different geographic areas in the city. But well, uh, when and, it all died down. They eventually approved the declaration of emergency on homelessness by Mayor Karen Bass, which was the story yesterday. So there it is. Yeah. I'm telling you now it's official. We do have a state of emergency in the city of L.A. Two days. Over the vagrants. Yep. Two days. We do not know what this means yet. Specifics are few. <laughs> Something about cutting red tape. Yes. Yeah. Doesn't government people? Every yeah. guy that runs for office says that, right? Every, every I'm going to cut the red tape that keeps back the projects right. we yeah. need done. That's right? the bureaucracy. The bureaucracy. The yeah. red. Could tape, you at least the, name names? The rules and regulations are getting in the way of progress. Uh, so John is going to report every day on the homeless oh, yeah. crisis in his yeah. neighborhood to yeah. see if it's a, if the I'm, emergency is happening. I'm running into more crazy people than ever. Really, I am. I'm. I'm not kidding. Afraid right, to leave we, the house. When we come back, we're going to talk about uh, a hotel in downtown LA, not far from where any, many homeless people are, the Cecil Hotel. Uh, apparently, uh, it was outfitted for permanent supportive housing. Uh, it pretty much stands empty. 600 rooms. We'll talk about it. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. Well, we're going to talk about this Cecil Hotel in downtown Los Angeles, which is the subject of a 
El Segundo Time Story. It was outfitted as a place for permanent supportive housing for the homeless, but it's mostly empty a year later. And um, you were kind of right. Netflix did a documentary on it. Crime Scene, The Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel, which covered the true story of the tragic death of a Canadian student named Elisa Lamb, <clears throat> who died there in 2013. But she's the one that was found floating mm-hmm. in the water tank on the roof. Right. But it says here it actually is called America's Hotel Death because there have been many tragedies and deaths there over the years. And uh, it's 100 years old, by the way. Yeah, and Richard Ramirez used to uh, used to live there, the Night Stalker. You're right. Serial, says killer. serial killers did stay at the, uh, not one, but two. Uh, Richard Ramirez, the infamous Night Stalker, is believed to have spent several weeks there while conducting his home invasion crime spree between 1984 and 1985. It's, um, it's very close to Skid Row. And when... Uh, the lockdown hit. This uh, this businessman had invested some money into the hotel, uh, and and I guess they decided to go for the homeless money, right? Because what else are you going to do? They'd renovated the hotel, and what they have now is 600 units, and they've con- converted into like a single room occupancy type of building with shared bathrooms, communal kitchen areas. Now and you know, try to make the big money from all the government sources, uh, the homeless vouchers that uh, that some of these people get. Right. But a year later, two thirds of the Cecil is unoccupied. Now, why is that? Four hundred units sitting empty, even with solid funding. First person they talked to was Lakeisha Lucky, who said the confined space kind of bothers me. She's been living in her car for several months after her house was foreclosed on. She lost her job at a care facility. She feared the cramped quarters of the apartment wouldn't be good for her mental health and didn't want to set herself up for failure. She's okay in a car, but you give her an actual room. Uh, It's all too cramped in here. I don't know. I'm going back to my front seat. Uh, (laughs) Christopher Vivier said, not nearly enough space. Oh. He and his wife, Victoria, said, we personally like our tiny home better than there. All right. Go back to the tiny home. But it says the ones that have actually made their home there have few complaints. They tend to like it, but it's not bringing in a lot of people. Well, it's 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 been renovated, so the rooms are clean. They're not, they're, the, 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 the play, you know, the place is not dilapidated, falling apart. I know. But do you think they're spooked by all the deaths? Probably most of them don't even know. <laughs> no, this is how you deal with, with the homeless crowd. The, the ones who are upright, who aren't whacked out on drugs and uh, not uh, whacked out with mental illness, they're, they're, you know, they're really picky. It's like, well, I don't know. It seems a little cramped. You don't have a job. You don't have a home. You're living in your car. What do you mean it's cramped? The hell? What else do you want? And we're, by the way, these people have government vouchers. We yeah, gave the building- them tax money. The building relies on organizations that work directly with the homeless population to fill its units, since all of its residents rely on vouchers to pay the rent. These groups include the Downtown Women's Center, the Hilda Solis Care First Village. There's another racket. Union Rescue, which we know about, Hope of the Valley, <clears throat> and others. Well, with it all still those... doesn't explain how come even uh, the Healthcare Foundation took out a full-page ad saying, why is this hotel empty? Now... And now you have all these organizations, and 
The Hotel Cecil has 400 empty rooms at the moment. So what, what's the disconnect here? These organizations supposedly collect qualified homeless people who have vouchers. I know. Uh, I mean, one, they, uh, one director of, uh, must be some sort of California Section 8 director, Carlos Van Natter, he believes people aren't interested in rooms that lack a bathroom and kitchen. Single-room occupancy units, or SROs, can be a hard sell in the affordable housing market because of their small size, high density, and shared facilities. So they're, they're rejecting it. As if you, you have you, to share a bathroom and a kitchen. So you have a bathroom and a kitchen in your car? <laughs> what, do you got a grill in the trunk? Uh, what, 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 you, got, you got a portable bowl in the back seat? I don't understand. It also says that uh, it gets uh, very uh, caught in the bureaucracy of all this. Uh, uh, apparently, the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development awarded 70,000 emergency housing vouchers to housing authorities across the U.S. Almost 4,000 came to L.A. This means uh, just it just gets bogged down. There's just so many government entities involved in this. It just seems to slow down the process. There are more than 7,000 people with a housing voucher in their hand looking for housing. And there's 400 empty rooms at that hotel. In July, the Times reported that after a year, only 5.8% of vouchers received by the city had been used. As of December 11th, it grew to 20%. Several unhoused people with vouchers described significant wait times after applying for an apartment, with some never hearing back at all. Wow. They say it sometimes takes months. Oh, yeah. Here's a guy with the Hotel Cecil. The building manager says he starts the process, submits a request to this H-A-C-L-A. What does that stand for? Do you have that in the story? To inspect a potential residence unit, which often takes weeks to complete, even when it's scheduled to take place within days. Then the H-A-C-L-A must submit an official rent offer before the tenant can sign the lease. Voucher holders are waiting two to five months to get the necessary approvals from H-A-C-L-A to move Five in. months? You have the voucher and you need you need five months? That's seriously crazy. Um, but you see, but there's never any, uh, there's no names listed. Who, who are the bureaucrats who, who uh, muck this up? Who are the people not responding to the applications, not responding to the phone calls, not sending out the vouchers? Who are they? What are their names? I mean, I'm, I'm looking up... Uh, like uh, the president and CEO of HACLA, uh, Douglas Guthrie. Oh, my God. He's been running this organization for over 10 years. Wow. Uh, one of the nation's largest and leading public housing authorities. Homeless industrial complex. Res- yeah. Responding for 6,500 public housing units. Then why does it take five months for somebody to get placed with this organization? What's this Douglas Guthrie doing all day? Oh, he has a degree in sociology, of course. Specializing in urban studies. Well, what's he studying? You got 400 hotel rooms. Fill them up. Supposedly there's a lot of red tape with federal government-funded vouchers. Red tape. Sick of right. that phrase. Because that doesn't describe what it, the problem is. What Approvals. Is Too many Sign-offs. Why, why aren't they approving? Why aren't they signing off? Not enough people hired. Uh, government well, that's where her are... state of emergency is supposed to come in now, right? Isn't this the kind of red tape it's supposed to cut? Karen Bass's state of emergency? 
This is a perfect example well, we, right we, here. We got rolls and rolls of red tape right here in this story. <laughs> um, it's a great example, though. Oh, it says the new administration has reached out to us at the hotel. Whereas, oh. frankly, the Garcetti administration never did, according okay. to somebody in this story. What is every story that comes back about Garcetti is that he did nothing. Right? The sidewalk story a few minutes ago, he did nothing. I just read a story about the ports. He did nothing, right? With that the dispute between the unions yes, and the companies that run the ports, he did nothing. Oh, I don't the, think the, he likes the, controversy. The housing situation, he did nothing. Everything Man. is, yeah, we approached the uh, Garcetti administration, but uh, they, didn't, they didn't respond. What was he doing all day? Just having domestic disputes with all his special friends? Here's a here's a here's a headline in this middle of this story. Untangling the red tape. There's that phrase again. Well, that's what her emergency order is going to change, right? Maybe tomorrow. They only move in five people a week. He because this uh, one of these guys, the guy who owns the building, he can't fill the building without the help of city agencies and nonprofit groups. He blames their lack of coordination and cooperation. He says, "What partnership do we have with the public right now? We've got nothing." We got minimal help, really. Mike Neely, a former LASA commissioner, says what's happening with the Cecil is another example of a broken system bogged down by bureaucracy, even when the housing is available. And even when when they have vouchers, you don't have, like in a lot of cases, you have vouchers, but a lot of landlords don't want to honor the vouchers, they right? Don't, right? They don't, they don't take want to take them. Here, type of riffraff, right. the guy who owns the building renovated it just for just homeless people. Homeless vouchers, right. He created these rooms. Yes, you have to share bathroom facilities and you have to share kitchen facilities, but that creates more space, more rooms for people. He can make more money and it works. The takeaway is it's a combination of red tape and then some of the people are refusing. They don't think it's private enough. Don't have your own bathroom. Don't have your own kitchen. Too small. God, aren't you tired of this? And we're paying for this whole mess. Uh, this is what... And, and the bureaucrats don't do the work. The Garcetti administration was a complete failure. And the homeless people don't appreciate it. Well, we're, what are we all breaking our back for paying these taxes? Taxes, right. It's it's a complete flush. The, the government doesn't want to place them in a home. And the people who get the home don't want it. All right, more coming up. The John and Ken Show, KFI AM 640, live everywhere. The iHeartRadio app. I- This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless, skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one-pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. I just, I just got word that that organization, uh, that bureaucracy we were talking about, which has a great difficulty in getting homeless people in the homes, is the Housing Authority of Los Angeles. And it's the largest number of public housing units in L.A., west of the Mississippi. So it's one of the big organizations, big bureaucracies that's supposed to get homeless people into shelter. And we got the 400 rooms sitting empty at the Cecil Hotel and the owner of the hotel is pulling his hair out because he renovated the place just for the homeless, and he can't get the bureaucracy to cooperate and send in uh, the residents. And we're also finding out is the homeless more and more are rejecting certain types of living spaces. Uh, they don't like shelters, and now they're rejecting this hotel because it's a shared bathroom and a shared kitchen it's facility. 
So, uh, yeah, I mentioned this before. That they want fancy homes built for just themselves and all amenities included, or they're going to stay on the streets and in the tent. Yeah, they as want- bizarre as that sounds, that's where we're headed with a number of them. I know. At, at what point do you say the hell with this? The hell with this. Just get off the sidewalks. They keep moving on. Just shoo, shoo. I heard one of those politicians say again, oh, all we do is move the problem to another neighborhood. Just keep moving it. Because <laughs> right. if you harass somebody enough times, they'll change their life decisions. <laughs> Until they run out of neighborhoods. Yeah. They go to another state, go to another country, go to Slab City. <laughs> go away. Today is one day. One day. What am I having? <laughs> Brain glitch. One month since those college students were murdered in Idaho. That's right. November 13th. Today is December 13th. Here is a recap. Police do not believe any of the following people are involved in the murders. You want to hear the list? Yeah. The two surviving roommates. All right. That's quite a story, right? They apparently came home earlier that night and they slept through whatever happened. Now we're on a different floor, granted, but still. The man seen in the grub truck surveillance video who we talked about the other day, that guy. That guy's a no. (laughs) The hoodie guy. Right. The private party driver who took Madison and Kaylee home on November 13th. The man Kaylee and Madison called multiple times in the early morning hours of November 13th. That man is supposedly the on-off-again boyfriend, I think, of Kaylee. I'm not sure. Yes, it was Kaylee. Any of the people inside the residence when 911 was called. Because the two roommates, apparently they didn't go in the room. They must have knocked on the bedroom door and they couldn't rouse them. So they called some of their friends over to help. And then eventually one of them called 911 is what happened. I, they all The individual loaded. on the lease at the house who moved out of the residence before the school year started and was not present at the time of the incident. The other thing that happened more recently is they're trying to speak with the occupant of a white 2211-2013 Hyundai Elantra with, and this is a tough part, an unknown license plate. All right. Did you see the latest on that? No. There is gas, Tell me more. There is gas station surveillance footage. Eight hours worth. And oh. the overnight assistant manager has been analyzing the tapes during her off hours. Oh, trying to figure out the plate and get a track on the car? She claims... On the video, she saw she saw a white sedan whiz by at around 3.45 a.m. Hmm. Uh, she spotted the car, emailed a screenshot to police. And uh, the car was driving fast down Highway 8 before turning on a side street. Don't know if it was a Hyundai. Don't know if it had anything to do or with the murders or is just another another coincidence. We're at the point now where people are grasping at any possible clue. It's like, this could be it. A speeding car. Well, there was there was another video that caused uh, oh, yes. a hubbub. Uh, this they- one is <laughs> a video. It's actually body cam video from the police. They stopped some suspected underage drinkers. Apparently not far from the house. Several shadowy figures can be seen walking in the background of the footage shot around 2.50 a.m., about a tenth of a mile from the home where the four students were killed. By the way, police today dismissed that too. Shadowy figures. Well, it's their own body cam footage, so the police yeah. were there. But right, what are they trying to say after their encounter with the police? These underage drinkers went to the home and stabbed four kids. I, well, I, I thought, I thought that there were these figures behind the ones who were being arrested, like oh. in the distance. 
Oh, or I did see. I misread that? Oh, maybe you're right. Several shadowy things can be seen walking in the. You're right. The background of the footage. Yeah. Okay, you're right. Right. Three students were stopped by plainclothes officers. They were not involved in the crime, but online sleuths have noticed people walking two houses down from so, the off-campus so house. So it seems like there was a lot of action on the street at three in the morning. It's a Saturday night. This yeah, is what I know. College students do they party to all well, hours? I, yeah, I know. I'm getting, I'm getting the picture's becoming clearer now. Right. That that this really was an active area even at three in the morning. And it makes sense. I just I just didn't know. You know, sometimes you have, you have areas that are more uh, crazy and than others. Yeah. So, the online sleuths think this is a great lead. Well, they've had a lot of those. <laughs> Uh, it says here, during the time frame of the murders, there were people in the general vicinity. Between the people with law enforcement and the people in the background of the body cam footage, there's about half a dozen people. The importance is that they may have witnessed something unbeknownst to them. How do you witness something unbeknownst to you? Well, it's like that guy that decided he heard a scream. Remember that story last week? And he yeah. reported it like four days later or a week later or something. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of unbeknownst until something gets jogged. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. A little while back. Yeah. I heard a scream. You know, the police always in the detective shows, they'll say to a possible witness, is there anything you remember? Anything at all? Any little detail about that night that may seem insignificant to you, but could be big. It's like that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was a guy with a knife. Oh (laughs) yeah. The guy with a bloody knife walking down the street. I had forgotten that. Now it says they can use self, cell, to- cell tower data to track which phones were in the area at the time. They can see what phone numbers were attached to a specific cell site. Since we know that there are two cops standing there who probably have cell phones, they can narrow down other people within that general vicinity. Mm. Mm. So you can always be tracked down after the fact if you have your phone on you. If it's on, yes. Uh, I guess you can. I got to make a note of that. All right. We got more Next coming time out doing something illegal. Uh, it's the Johnny Ken Show, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. Well, stories of the bizarre. Um, we have a woman in Las Vegas who was arrested for a pretty big uh, case of uh, theft. Apparently, uh, Sarah Richards, who's originally from Maryland, was at the Aria Hotel in Las Vegas Sunday morning, and a man called 911 to report that he believes that she stole his watch worth $12,000. Now, you can probably guess this being Vegas, how these two got together. Uh, he met her somewhere in the hotel, whether it's a bar, I don't know, and invited her to his room. They started to cuddle. Mm. And Sarah Richards told the man that you should take off the Rolex watch. It could cut me while we cuddle. So he takes <laughs> off one. the watch, places it under his pillow. He drank more wine because she kept insisting. Oh, at some point later, he notices the watch is missing. Yeah, but he goes right. into a panic. He follows her down the hall, down the elevator, into the lobby, alerts security. They detain her. They could not find the watch on her person. But she said, well, if you're going to arrest me, you're going to find it anyway. It's in my hoo-hoo. <laughs> and that's where it was. She stored it in her genitals. <laughs> It was placed in a biohazard bag. <laughs> Quick thinking? Because she must have realized when she's running off, he's going to tell somebody, i got to hide this somewhere. Best part is hearing you say hoo-hoo. 
I just saw that on a show the other night, so we referred to it. Uh, they also found an opened purple pill capsule that had very little white substances inside of it. Oh. She's done this before. In June, she was arrested and charged with stealing a watch from another man that was worth $100,000, uh, a Patek Philippe wristwatch. Yeah, I don't know. Who would wear a $100,000 watch? I mean, people who wear even more expensive One of those Las that. Vegas a-holes. Rappers. Yeah, I mean, she's. Rappers. I mean, they found that she's a prostitute. So this is what she does all night. Yeah, she does unspeakable acts with the guy, and then walks away with a hundred thousand dollar watch. Well, you know, and the guy's drunk, and he's a high roller, and he doesn't care. Yeah, this story's as old as time. You know? Yeah, I know. If you're going to rip off a guy, uh, take go back to the room with them, make sure he gets good and then and she's drunk, got, and then she, steal whatever he's got. Usually it's just a wallet, but and she's got watches uh, seem to be her specialty. All right, she's got magic uh, pills in her, uh, in her container there to knock you out while she steals your wallet and, and uh, all your jewelry. You just can't trust anybody these days. You can't trust a Las Vegas prostitute. Can no. you believe it? The other bizarre story involves Twitter. Elon Musk, of course, has taken over, laid off a whole bunch of people. It's been tough to work there. What was the last time? Oh, yeah. The story last week that they're, they've actually installed, like, bedrooms so people can take naps. They're working so many hours. Now they're going to auction off Twitter memorabilia. Um, over a 1,000 items, including a statue of the Bluebird logo, a bunch of kitchenware and furniture will be sold in an auction featuring surplus corporate office assets of Twitter. Bids will start at $25, range up to over $1,000 for some of the larger lots. There's a rumor that he's going to move Twitter out of San Francisco. And I think that last story about how they're oh. investigating him for having the beds. What is the thing I saw? He's um, uh, um, not going to pay uh, taxes Severance. or Yeah, but something with the taxes, too. I oh, thought. something with the taxes, too. Okay. I, I think... Oh, uh, um, I don't know. Let me see. Let me see if I can quickly find it. Yeah, and some people believe that this has nothing to do with cost-cutting measures. Maybe he just wants to redesign the place with new furniture and new stuff oh, and just oh. wants to auction off the old stuff. Not taxes, rent. He has stopped paying rent on the San Francisco offices. They're still largely empty, aren't they? Or and, no, yeah. no, he demanded everybody come back. That's right. Yeah, well, I mean, he's he's slashing costs tremendously because the the twitter was losing money all this time they were that's why he refers to it as his extremely I mean, hardcore vision it's called twitter 2.0 supposedly three quarters of the staff is gone they either quit or he fired them and it's still running you imagine getting rid of three quarters of the company and and Nobody's reporting any any trouble. Everyone's well. He got rid of a lot of the censors, right? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that a lot of the employment there? I, you know, I think that's checking what it was. up on what you put on. Seventy five percent of the company were uh, content moderators. Content moderators. They're not censors. Exactly no. right, right. Uh, <laughs> and and they're all gone. So yeah. Um, I mean, what do you really have to do? It's kind of once you get the technology going, it's just people posting their Twitter. Yeah, you just need the engineers to maintain it, the infrastructure. I guess so. All right. Uh, Conway's here, and Mark yes. Thompson. Mark was here. Was and here, he, and he, he bolted. He split. He's very emotional over this P-22. Oh, was that it? Yeah. Mark, you're upset over the mountain line? I needed headphones. What, why? What did they do to the mountain line? Oh, they might, uh, might have to put it down. Should... Yeah. Why? Because it's uh, sick. 
It's crazy. It's in uh, bad health, and it's eating chihuahuas. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's, so, how, you, yeah, how, it's, who said it's, in, it's sick? Well, well, it may have been hit by a car, right? The State Department of Wildlife. Oh, I didn't get this uh, yeah. information today. So, look, uh, it, 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 you know, maybe there'll be more peas out there, right? On yeah. the side of the mountain lion or the chihuahuas? Oh, mountain lion, of course. <laughs> <laughs> All that dog work goes to waste. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm just saying that, uh, you know, this poor endangered creature is uh, wandering. There's there's plenty uh, of chihuahuas. Yeah. Well, I I don't mean it that way. But I mean, like, you know, the habitat, the vanishing habitat of the P-22. Yeah. Would you be opposed to making keychains out of its fur to sell sell for charity? (laughs) Tim likes to present these twisted moral predicaments for me. It's very cool. I like it. I. Steve Gregory is on there's top. A, there's a game show in that. There somewhere. is. Yeah. There is. There is. That's right. Uh, Steve Gregory is on top of that mountain line, so we'll have him in and on top talk of the about mountain it. line. <laughs> and then uh, Mayor Bass. That's hard to say. Mayor Bass. Mayor Bass. Know? Mayor Bass. Yeah. Mayor Bass. Second day of the emergency. Emergency homeless mm-hmm. side uh, declaration is approved, so we're moving forward on that. Well, city council meetings have never been more uh, eventful. Oh, yeah. this is good. This dramatic. Is the golden age. Jeez. <laughs> and then Kevin DeLeon, uh, the latest on the LA City Council. Uh, that's what I'm talking about. See what's going on with that guy. And then uh, screen time linked to developing OCD in children. So watch the kids with the screens. That's too yeah. late then. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very damaged generation coming up. But look, they had two years of sitting at home. That's oh, that's yeah, horrible. So they're stuff. coming out with OCD and all yeah, kinds the, of phobias. Right. Yeah. We this. I can't wait to see this generation of kids when they turn, you know, twenty one, twenty two. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Gun sales will go through the roof. <laughs> oh my god. Gonna, Merry Christmas, everybody. They're, they're going to be yeah. a really pissed off generation. Enjoy the last quick quiet Christmas. <laughs> Yeah. All right, Conway, Thompson, right. yeah. Dig Dong. Let's Ding Dong it. Come on. Crozier's got the news. KFI KOST HD2, Los Angeles, Orange County, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. 